0: Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Yale Global Online is the flagship publication of the Yale Center for the Study of Globalization and explores the implications of the world's growing interconnectedness through people, products, and ideas. Iran's Global Ambitions, Part 3, by Bruce Strokes, read by Patricia Alejandro. In a speech September 8th to the U.S. Council on Foreign Relations, U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton proudly asserted that, through classic shoe-leather diplomacy, we have built a broad consensus that will hold Iran accountable to its obligations if it continues its defiance, if the international community and built a nuclear arsenal. Clinton is right that most governments, particularly in the West, have come together in opposition to the Iranian nuclear weapons program. But public views and official views often differ, and the devil is always in the details. Holding Iran accountable could prove both more difficult and more divisive than Clinton implies. The overwhelming majority of people in the United States, Turkey, and 11 countries in the European Union are concerned about Iran acquiring nuclear weapons according to a new survey conducted by the German Marshall Fund of the United States, released September 15th. Contrary to Clinton's claim, Americans and Europeans disagree about how to prevent Iran from becoming a nuclear state. Nevertheless, there is surprising residual backing among normally peace-loving Europeans for a military strike against Iran, if all else fails, to curtail Tehran's nuclear program. These findings confirm previous results obtained in the Pew Global Attitude Survey in many of the same countries, indicating strong support in the West for stopping Iran from obtaining nuclear armaments. But public opinion in non-Western countries, especially in the Muslim world, suggests Clinton's claim of a broad consensus is overblown at best. Constraining Iran's nuclear weapons ambitions remains a high-stakes work in progress. Iran is not at all popular in most parts of the world. Majorities or pluralities in 18 of 22 countries peer-surveyed this summer, including people in mainly predominantly Muslim nations, express unfavorable opinions about the Islamic Republic. More than 8 in 10 people in Germany, 86%, in France, 81%, the Iran unfavorably. Smaller majorities in Britain, 58%, Japan, 75%, and China, 60%, and India, 55%, also see Iran in a negative light. Populations in four predominantly Muslim countries similarly give Iran a thumbs down, including Egyptians at 66%, Jordanians at 63%, Lebanese at 60%, and Turks at 58%. The only majority support for Iran that Pew found is in Pakistan, with 72%, and Indonesia, with 62%. Most people around the world are worried about Iran acquiring nuclear weapons. The overwhelming majority of Europeans, 79%, and Americans, 86%, questioned by the German Marshall Fund, are concerned about the Iranian nuclear program. Such fear is greatest in the United States, Germany, and Italy. Only in Turkey does only a plurally 40% of people tell pollsters that they have little or no concern about Iran's nuclear ambitions. This past summer, Pew asked a slightly different question of a broader public. "Where if they favor or oppose Iran's acquiring nuclear weapons, majorities, in many places overwhelming majorities, oppose Tehran's efforts. But there were notable exceptions. 58% Pakistanis actually favor Iran obtaining a nuclear arsenal, as do 91% of Shia Muslims in Lebanon and 48% of Muslims in Nigeria. A third of Indians also support an Iranian nuclear capacity. In weighing the dangers of a nuclear-armed neighbor bases an implication that their own nuclear program might be illegitimate, Pakistanis and a significant minority of Indians seem intent on defending their own prerogatives and Clinton should be careful about taking too much credit for international opposition to Iran's nuclear program. Publics give little credit to U.S. efforts. Only a bare majority, 52% of Americans, and a plurality of Europeans, 49%, approve of U.S. President Barack Obama's overall management of relations with Iran. In Europe, this is the lowest support Obama receives on seven foreign policy issues tested by GMF. Domestically in the United States, Iran policy is divisive, partisan issue. Among Democrats, 80% approve of their president's handling of the situation, only 26% of Republicans, and 44% of independents agree. Despite being similarly troubled about Iran's nuclear ambitions, American and European opinions differ, but how to prevent Iran from acquiring nuclear weapons. A plurality of Europeans, 35%, in the survey prefers offering economic incentives to Tehran to get that government to halt its nuclear activities. A plurality of Americans, 40%, favors economic sanctions. This divergence in transatlantic sentiment is notable because if the sanctions recently imposed on Iran by the UN Security Council fail to curb Tehran's behavior, Washington is expected to pressure its allies to up the ante. The European public may prove reluctant. Pew, which did not offer respondents the option of positive incentives, which conducted survey before the UN June vote, found abroad support for sanctions 19 of 22 countries, Majorities of those who oppose Iran's nuclear weapons program say they would approve tougher international economic sanctions on the Islamic Republic to try preventing it from the developing nuclear weapons. These include 67% of Russians, 66% of Japanese, and 58% of the Chinese. But 62% of Pakistanis oppose such measures, as did 49% of Indians. The German Marshall Fund found little support for simply accepting Iran's acquisition of nuclear weapons without trying to stop Tehran, 6% in the EU countries and 4% in the U.S. Only in Turkey is a significant minority, 25%, willing to accept a nuclear Iran. Nevertheless, few Europeans or Americans prefer military action over other options, 6% and 9% respectively. Respondents showed somewhat surprising support for hardline when asked to imagine that all non-military options for stopping Tehran's nuclear ambitions had been exhausted, and they had a choice between accepting a nuclear Iran or taking military action against the Islamic Republic. In this scenario, a plurality of Europeans, 43%, and a majority of Americans, 64%, favor a military strike against Iran only the British, 57%, and the Turks, 54%, would accept a nuclear-armed Iran under these circumstances. Pew also asked those who opposed Iran acquiring nuclear weapons what they thought was more important, preventing Iran from developing nuclear weapons or avoiding a military conflict. Those who opposed Iran acquiring nuclear weapons some expressed support for the use of military force. Majorities in Egypt with 55 percent, Jordan with 53 percent, and India with 52 percent. And pluralities in Lebanon with 44 percent and Indonesia with 39 percent. On the other hand, most Japanese, at 55 percent, who oppose Iran's nuclear weapons program, say the priority should be to avoid a military conflict, as do a plurality of Chinese, with 34 percent. This was not necessarily the broad consensus Clinton talked about, but it is one that's emerging, with potentially fateful consequences. In the months ahead, policymakers must gauge whether Iran's nuclear weapons program is being curtailed, and if not, what to do next. military strike against Iran's nuclear facilities could fail to achieve all security objectives and instead trigger terrorist reprisals around the world especially in Israel, and disrupt oil supplies, plunging the world into recession. But global publics, with some notable exceptions, seem willing to consider this option if the alternative is a nuclear Iran. Bruce Stokes is the international columnist for the National Journal and a senior transatlantic fellow at the German Marshall Fund of the United States. This and other Yale Global articles can be found at yaleglobal.yale.edu.